This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into a, an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding reality. Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brandon Thomas. On this incredibly cool episode, Beck Mylonis, the Priestess Initiations Psychic Channel and Alchemist Activator, joins me for this incredibly amazing conversation. Now, her podcast, Cracked Open, as well as her website, will be located down below, as well as all the other ways to find and explore more of us. So without any further ado, get right to this amazingly cool conversation with Beck Mylonis. Welcoming to the show, Beck Mylonis. How are you? I'm fucking amazing. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Dude, completely. I am so pumped to introduce you to my audience. Uh, this is just such an aligned thing, and that is exactly what we're going to speak about here this evening is alignment. So if you don't mind, darling, just straight up top, let's introduce you to the audience in your own words, please. Absolutely. I am a priestess, a channel, a mystic, a truth seeker, a channel for love. Um, I... I'm Beck <laughs> to, to get the human shit out of the way. And those labels don't really mean a whole lot to most people and to myself. I think it's um, what I'm here for is to expand and help people to expand. And I want to say we just dropped in and like, I'm a channel, right? So this uh, activation, I want to say, or this episode is going to be an activation for people. So if you open your heart, you will receive. That's one of my gifts is being able to transmute frequency. This is entirely channeled and um, there is so much shifting and expansion and beautiful things to have here received. I would love to mention, you know, how this beautiful human and I started talking is a fucking evidence to alignment, <laughs> which is kind of what we want to speak into today. And um I don't even like, it. it's crazy. It's wild how it all kind of came together. But I saw he started following me on uh, Instagram and something in me was like, reach out to this man. Like you just need to reach out to him, say, Hey, say, Hey, I'm open to a collaboration. And we started chatting and he's like, fuck yeah. And then we got on a call and it was like, poof, soul family, like instant knowing, instant collaboration, instant fuck yes from both of us. And I love that. I'm so fucking here for that. So thank you for having me here. I'm really excited. It just feels like coming home. And um, I feel that with your audience as well, there's a lot of resonance here for me. Yes. So it's, a, it's an honor to be here. 
This is yeah. your home. And thank you so much for saying that. And it was a hundred percent. I could not, you said it best. That's why I asked you to do so. So thank you for that. I uh, so grateful that you're here. This is such an honor. And yes, it is something that has pinged off of me. It has been a guiding light for me since I started this show with the very first guest. There's a glow that occurs when I'm just on social media, which is a very brief point in time. I always talk about that. I don't spend much time on there. So for me to find anything, um, but what's great about that is the algorithm knows that. So it only puts the universe, whatever, right. And we'll talk about it. It only puts what I really am ready to see and need to see next and need to move on and be actionable about right in front of me because I don't waste time on there so it knows it doesn't have time to waste. So when I popped on there, it just happened to be this amazing synchronicity. There you were. I watched a couple of your videos, read a couple of your tweets, which uh, you repost, which I love. Uh, and I just found this uh, glow with you very strong, but a different color. Excuse me, I have a cough button now, so I can do that, not edit it out. Okay, so uh, there was just this interesting process, and I know that you feel this as well, so again, thank you for articulating it. It's this feeling, and it's this pure alignment. Now, it has been very, very, very strong lately, and this conversation right here, this channel, uh, this could not come at a better time, right? As always, it's divine fucking timing, and this is actually a reschedule because of something major in alignment that happened that we'll speak about here this evening, but... Um, Please, what what opened your eyes to to the this place is fucking magic? Yeah, so I've been on this journey for a long fucking time. I mean, not that I'm thirty, so how long can it truly be? <laughs> um, but there's been like multiple incarnations and lifetimes and all of that stuff that we're talking about from a non-human level. But from a human level, I've been on this journey of like awakening, ascension, um, evolution, growth since about twenty years old. Um, I was really like called to this feeling inside of me of, I know I'm fucking here for something more. I'm here for something bigger. And the level that I'm playing at and the life that I'm living, if I continue down this path, I will kill myself. Like literally I will end my own life if I have to keep living this same life. Right. So I dealt with a lot of like mental health issues and um, various things in my earlier years that got me to really look inside myself and start asking questions, which had me start this whole journey of healing and awakening. And through my own process of healing and stripping back and initiations, and I've been through some fucking wild initiations to be able to do what I do and hold the energy in the space that I hold. Like there is no rock that is left unturned in my universe. Like literally anything that I am clinging to spirit will fucking knock me around until I let that shit go. Right. So for me, it's been, my own podcast is called Cracked Open, right? And that's what I see it as. It's this process of cracking open to let go of all of the stuff that is not aligned to your true essence, to your soul, to your highest good, to the service that you're here to do in this world. And so for me, not having that um, thing that I was here to bring into the world, not being aligned with that purpose, with that mission was debilitating. It was crippling. And it was this something, my soul pulling me to more. And it was like, there is so much fucking more available to you. And honoring that took me to where I am today. It's taken me down many crazy random forays and journeys and side tangents. But um, that alignment for me has always been um, how can I show up in my truth right now? Like what feels good? What feels joyful? What feels easeful? Where is the flow taking me? Where is source? Where is God? So I, now I've reclaimed the word God. It took me a long fucking time to do that because uh, religious distortions and all of that stuff. I grew up uh, going to an Anglican school. The Christians told me I was, you know, satanic and all of this stuff, like had to deal with a lot of that. And there was a lot of past life stuff about why I just despised religion 
being a witch, <laughs> obviously that's never going to go, go well for me in the past, but having reclaimed that I now, I reclaim the word God and that source creator, um, the divine masculine. And there's also the divine feminine goddess, but that force of like, that guides me to something that is far beyond what I could fucking possibly fathom on a, a small human level. Right. And that if you listen to that and you allow it to guide you through your life, the things that come into your um, into your sphere, into your vortex, the people, the opportunities, they're so much bigger and better than you could possibly imagine. And it, my whole life is like, how can I get out of the way and let this work through me? It's not about me, right? So it's about releasing the ego level of, um, I need to feel important. I need to feel special. I need to have lots of money and feel validated or worthy from my business or from what I'm doing or from who I say that I am, these identities, these labels, these masks. How can I let that all fucking go and let that light, that love, that energy, that Shakti, that whatever the fuck it is, like come out of me and touch people because it's not about me. <laughs> and while it is about me, it's really not about me. And it's about how I'm here to serve. Right. And so that's been my journey. Um, and it like, it's not easy <laughs> sometimes because the human level wants, you know, sometimes I think, Oh, I should be further along the vision for myself. Like when I tune into my big vision of what I'm here for, I feel like I'm not there yet. And I get caught up in like, fuck, I wish I was there. And I just keep being reminded, like, it's not about what I think and, and where I want to be, like, as much as I'm creating and I'm co-creating, there's a bigger plan at play. And I'm a small part of that bigger plan. And I feel like collectively, the reason why we're both feeling this at the moment is this year, particularly, um, we've been in the shadow for a few years collectively, like purging a lot of shit and like <laughs> all the stuff coming up. But this year is the year of co-creation. I really feel that of everyone coming together and like, how can we all serve? So it's like, I gift you, you gift me we gift a bigger environment um so i would love like you know the story you told me about this project that you're working on i want to share my story quickly so we can riff on that um i've been really really like praying and like meditating on god like how can i serve at a higher level like what is the next thing for me to reach more people and to serve and it dropped into my field like when i started this journey um, with my own business a couple years ago I was like, I refuse to get a job. <laughs> I will not get a job. That is my one fucking condition, God. You can do whatever you need to do to me, but I will not work for anyone else ever again, right? So it's been like, I will not work for anyone else. I refuse. And while I've like worked with people in capacities, like as clients or, um, you know, contracting, doing some content creation, whatever that is, I haven't had to have a job, which has been great. And it dropped in about a week ago um, because I've been, I've been reaching this kind of standstill in my business in terms of like bringing in income and that sort of thing. And I've been really focused on my podcast, which isn't yet generating in, um, revenue for me. So I've been like, okay, cool. That's great. You want me to focus on this? What the fuck do I do to like survive? Like I'm still a human, right? Like I got, I got food to buy and a rent to pay. So I was like, Hey, what the fuck? What's my next step? Right. And it dropped in and it, there was so much resistance of like, you need to work within someone else's container. Like you need to work for someone else, essentially. Me and my housemate were riffing it out. She's another beautiful witch. And she's like, Beck, you need to let go of like this conditioning and this, I need to be successful, this level of like resistance, which is holding you back. And when I did, and I was like, okay, I'm going to soften and I'm going to, okay, what is available? Like if I was to open myself up, what could be more available for me? Well, more expansion. I could be reaching more people. I could be having initiations that I, I'm not even aware of through working for someone else, like the potential to like serve in some way with my gifts. 
So I, I declared and I was like, cool, if it's like in alignment for me to work in this way in someone else's container, it's going to expand me. It's going to expand them. It's going to like take me to my next level. Then I'm so fucking here for that. And then the next morning, um, I won't name who, cause we're still in the process of like talking through the contract and it's not a hundred percent yes yet, even though inside, I know it's a hundred percent. Yes. So we haven't like officially signed it out, but this company, um, uh, this mystery school, this massive, massive mystery school that actually started my whole journey was looking for a content creator. The next morning I saw that and I was like, bing, fucking alignment. Anyway, we just got off our call, <laughs> our interview. And I just, it feels so right. Like it's like this fucking, this expansion for both of us and the entity that is their business. And then not only that, but the larger purpose of all the parts that we're going to weave together. And it's like when you can let go of like the individual level of like my business, my thing, my offering, my gifts, my whatever, and you start asking how can I serve the whole? How can I serve other people? These opportunities, like with you, you know, and, and us even talking now, all these things just pop into your existence. It's like fucking Fly. bam. You, you, yeah, please. Like now it's your turn to no. share your story because oh, I want to hear it. No, beautiful, beautiful. I was saying flood. I was adding to it. I was saying mm. it, it just preach. Yeah, channel, go. Uh, absolutely incredible. And yes, it's all about this uh, perfect flow, this alignment, this it feels like I've known you for a really long time, you know, and I've been meeting a lot of people or rem remembering and discovering a lot of people here lately. And a lot of us have been saying this, like we're switching on, we're remembering a lot. We're discovering fuck all. Like we're just discovering ourselves and in the ability to discover more of who we are and embody the higher energies here, we're able to tap into our memory. We're able to tap into who we really are, which has access to all of this shit. So it's just interesting the way that it's framed from the time that you start this process until where we are now and who the fuck knows where it's gonna go next, right? Cause I mean, we're just getting going here, you know? And I just feel this so heavy. Also just wanna mention that your website, uh, your uh, link tree, all that kind of stuff, um, Every, every way to find you is going to be located down in the show notes. You guys, make sure that you check her out. A dear, dear family member. And another just quick piece of alignment and a shout out uh, to Natasha Koshinka for the new shirt. Uh, she will also be linked below. She sent me her new shirt. Greetings, Earth family, for her podcast. Uh, you guys will be connected very soon. Uh, you're already sisters and you, you'll remember her right when you see her. Anyway, so shout out, Natasha. Thank you so much. I love the shirt. You'll be linked below. And back, dude, th this idea of it's not working for someone else. This is what's so cool about this is that we've been from my perspective and where I'm at now. And again, I've just had a big example like you of this amazing thing drop in that just goes, do you get it now? Now, what's really interesting is I got it a few months ago that I just needed to prepare to get it. I, I wasn't concerned about getting it. I just knew that I would, I only focused on alignment and I'm going to really, uh, we're going to deepen that here in a minute. But one of the things about this is, is it's not you have been prepared this entire time and your programming has been preparing everybody this entire time to be in this survival mode and all of this. Well, it's sir thrival now and not even that it's thrive and it's thrival. We are absolutely to the point to where we have been through enough of the shit. I didn't name incredible DMT experience last weekend that I can't wait to tell you about as well. Uh, that was a real breakthrough moment with me in conjunction with everything that's happening right now. And what I really discovered and what I've really figured out over the past month is it's, I've, I've been really saying this mantra just in my head. What's great for me is great for we. It, the, you know, and I've been saying yes to everything. And one of the connections I made with dear friend Chris for the Astro Medium today, shout out, again, you will be connected, another brother. Uh, then you, uh, something that we talked about was we talked about saying yes. And we talked about inviting new things in and being open to new opportunities and not being closed off and stuff. And this is a lot, you know, folks like you and I on this resonant path and this frequency, we've been through a fucking lot. 
But dude, today, and I'll just say this here, I posted a TikTok about this. I sat in my fruit floor today and laugh cried my eyes out just with joy and just exuberance for this feeling of just, we're here, we're here now. There's, there's not some like later on and maybe someday, you know, it's going to fuck up, but you know, none of that, all of that is absolutely vanquished and absolutely gone, but it took us taking all of those steps and getting to where we are today so that we could be at the level of service for the people that we help later. And you can tell this people in my sphere have, have had some, uh, disgusting backgrounds. You know, we've had some, um, training in the art of empathy and what, what I was sort of like, uh, like laugh crying about today was I was overwhelmed with this joy of like this understanding and this gratitude from all the future people that I help and all the people that are here that I'm, that we're helping now. I mean, I get amazing messages as I know you do, but it was this huge collective, like gratitude for being the one that would take that on, you know, kind of a thing. And you're the same, you get these feelings of like, thank you for being strong enough to go through it so that you could coach us through it without us having to mm. physically go through it, but yes. give us enough and be articulate enough of what it feels like to go through it to where fuck that. Like we don't need to experience it to have the results that you did from it, right? Now they won't get the yeah. clear results, but they'll at least get the benefits without, and, and then they can move on to make their own breakthroughs in ways that we hadn't yet, right? So what are your thoughts on the, the this process and that really you've been broke, like where are you right now with um, what you've, I'm gonna I'm gonna say been through for the sake of the argument, but let's just say that. Where, where do you feel that you are now in comparison to where you've been through? Yeah. So the first thing just moving to energy, the first thing that I want to say is uh, those of you like you and I, and there will be some listeners who identify with this. There will be some who are not, and they're still very much in it. <laughs> yes. um, but the ones that are a bit further ahead, we're the pathfinders, right? We are the fucking pavers of these new paths of light. We are the visionaries. We are literally going first respect to those who are here in previous generations who really had it hard because people weren't speaking about this shit, but we're truly here to pave these paths of light where, like you said, someone can then step on behind us and it's like, they get accelerated. We've done the fucking work, what we've been doing. Um, and many people would not even have awareness of what they're doing with their soul frequency. They are literally encoding the grids of the earth with these frequencies and these pathways of light where it's like, you will walk into a supermarket and your presence being there. You don't even fucking know your energy being there creates this vortex of energy where someone who is ready will walk in and they will be pulled up in a way. So it doesn't need to take these people as long as it has taken us maybe and, and taking them to the depths and the dark. And I feel like now we're moving into this place because the frequencies are so high where there's this potential for instant transmutation and easy transmutation instead of in the past. And I'm also a fucking masochist, very dark, right? I have a lot of light, but I have some fucking darkness in me. I love the suffering and the pain and literally talking about the suffering and the pain, my whole pussy is like getting all excited. Right. So there's something in that for me of like, I thrive off like going to the depths and oh, sitting in my emotions and processing. Like I laugh because it's hilarious. Like I laugh at my myself and how I enjoy that. Um, I even had one of my guides the other day say to me, like, you know, you're wild for like taking this, this opportunity to come here. A lot of us didn't because it's fucking like, it's hard work. And you know, you're a bit of a masochist though. So, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, what a, yeah. yeah. So we've, we've really had to come up the hard way, especially because 
we were so alienated and unseen. And there were, there were not many of us that were like talking into these things, but it's like, because we've walked that path, we've walked that journey. We have the like cheat codes, I suppose, or the hack, the hack codes or whatever you want to call it in computer terminology um, to help people to get there quicker. Right. Like we have the codes to share with those people. And I feel like for those coming in the second wave or the next wave of awakening, whatever it is, is this mass consciousness of awakening that's happening at the moment. It's going to be a lot easier for them because the frequency is already higher. We've worked through a lot of the ancestral trauma, the karmic shit that's been here on earth. Most of us were holding those grids without even realizing it over the past five years, the work that, whoa, I feel this and I honor and see everyone on here. (laughs) I see you, the work that you have been doing, is not only holding those grids for yourself, you've been holding it for the fucking whole of humanity, your ancestral line, the spaces where you are, where you were when all of this stuff happened with the fucking pandemic and all that shit, where you were in the world, you were probably holding that entire grid, right? Like you and a few others were specifically there because your frequency was so fucking needed in that time. Um, right. So you are like, you need to acknowledge that like when, if you are one of these people who has been doing the work, you've not only been doing it for yourself, you've already been serving in this huge way. And thank you. Fucking thank you. Right. It takes courage to not check out and kill yourself because like, that's, a, I know that's a really crass the way that I'm saying it and blunt, but it is literally like I've been pushed to the point of suicide. So, and I know we spoke about how you've also been to that point, like so many times on this journey, been pushed to absolute oblivion of like literally being on the floor, crying and screaming and feeling things that I didn't think I could overcome and praying, literally being like God, divine mother. If you're here, higher self, you need to fucking help me because I'm not going to make it through this like on my own. Right. Which then gave me the strength to overcome it and to hold that love for myself. So it's like we're pushed into these depths, into these initiations. They don't break us. If we're ready for them, they will happen because we're ready for them. It's like, because there's a part of us who can hold it. And so if there's someone going through something, I see you, I love you. And I want you to know, like you're going through that because you can overcome it. There is literally nothing that you will be put through that your soul hasn't already agreed to because it has the capacity (laughs) inside of itself to overcome that. Right. And so we have these soul contracts, which can feel really shitty sometimes, but they're actually serving us. Like I've had some stuff happen in the past two years where I was like, why did I sign up for this? This is fucked. This is not pleasant. Right. Like whole things of like child sex trafficking, slavery grids and feeling all the trauma and the pain of all these children. And then being heavily siphoned and attacked by like all these beings for years. And I was like, why the fuck did I sign up? This is shit. Remembering all my past lifetimes of being burnt and hung and like, you know, all these things because I was a witch and remembering all the shit that I went through and being like, why did I fucking sign up for it? And on the other side of that, (laughs) looking back, I I have this recognition and this acknowledgement of it was because of that darkness. It was because of those trials, that test, those moments where I didn't think that I could like come out the other side, that I am able to shine my light in this way. It is because of that darkness within me. Right. And I had someone do a soul reading and I just fucking laughed because when he did it, he was like trying to not offend me. And he was like, (laughs) Look, I, like, I want you to take this like with a grain of salt and also know I say this with love. He's like, you are holding this grid work of extremes within you. Like, he's like, I'm seeing some really fucking dark lifetimes you've had as a draconian and this and that and all these horrible things that you've done. But I'm also seeing these extreme light, like bliss, joy, ecstasy, powerful lifetimes as well. And he's like, and you're holding this, like you're in the middle of this darkness and this light and you're holding these extremes. 
And he's like, please don't, <laughs> please don't choose the darkness, but you need to know, like you're grappling with that all the time. And I just laughed. Cause I was like, I feel so fucking seen right now. <laughs> I feel so seen that someone can see that darkness and that light in me, right? Because light workers or people on this path think it's just about the light and it's about the good times and it's about this and that. And it's like, you know, we need that darkness for alchemy, for, for transcendence, right? And the, the dark is not bad. Like those aspects of myself who were evil, I couldn't sit with them and look at them and they terrified me. And I was afraid of the dark for years and all of this shit I used to sleep with a light on because I was on un, like unwilling to see my own darkness in that, right? And when I could see my own darkness and be like, cool, I've done that. And now I get to choose something different and use that darkness to be a, a source of good and use that fire to burn away what doesn't serve and use that force to help and support and serve, right? This is the process that I've been going through and it's the all of it, like the dark and the light, it's the same, the same whole, like they're just two opposite ends of polarity, which are part of the same um, spectrum, I suppose I want to say, of the whole, the, the, the creator, all of it, right? So if you're going through to bring it back, that chaos and the destruction and the things falling away, like allow it, like don't fucking, don't try and control it. <laughs> don't try and push it away. Don't try and resist it. That's my biggest piece of advice to anyone walking this path. The more you resist it, the harder it's going to be. If you can just crack yourself open and allow yourself to be taken somewhere and be like unafraid of like, I, I accept this and I'm willing to see, I'm willing to see the darkness. I'm willing to see what's holding me back. I'm willing to see what is not aligned because I know that in that seeing, in that, in that witnessing, there is freedom because it's consciousness, right? When we bring the unconscious into consciousness, that is awareness. That is creator consciousness. That's the next level. So there will be some who are still on this journey. It doesn't need to be as hard as, you know, many of us, we've walked that path and it was difficult. But like I've said, because there's this process happening, people are waking up really quickly and um, there's so much more content for them to consume. There's so much more stuff to help them get there. But fundamentally, I think it's because there's been so many of us doing that work and committing to it and not turning away from it and saying yes and having the courage to come here and fucking do this because while it is the best, most amazing thing ever. And it's so exciting to be here at this time. It's also like for, from a human perspective, from an ego level, it's fucking terrifying. Like I can feel sometimes my human being pulled along by my soul, kicking and screaming, being like, ah, ah, <laughs> right. 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you, you could not be more correct in this. I'm so grateful that you're so free to speak this way and you're just crushing this, of course. So again, I'm grateful uh, to, for, to introduce you to my audience and just connect you with everybody at this point. So uh, to something that you said about this dark experiencing the light, and I completely agree with this. One of the reasons, again, that I was sort of, uh, you know, laugh crying in the floor today was sort of because of what I'd been through made me capable of being what I am to help those that need me the most, right? So on a bigger level, so we'll zoom out. I just want to pass this by you real quick. What do you think that, and I've, I've asked uh, Dave Zed about this. I've thought that like the reason we're so like badass and like we just get shit, we have the biggest hearts and like we just understand and we're not in malice and all that shit in this life is because we've probably been a twisted douche in quite a bit of them. And the reason that I say that is because like, uh, you know, you have to know what you're not to know what you are, right? And for these exceptional star people to come in here and to be doing the shit that we're doing and to, like you said, it's hilarious that you said, I just started my podcast and it had, you know, t I, two years, darling, I get it. Uh, but it leads to so many other things. So that's what alignment is. And you're in the perfect spot, which is why you're motivated to do it. And we're still going to get to that. So one of these ideas, though, what do you think of that, that you were only a draconian in those other lives so that you could play the like go to the bottom of the mm -hmm. fucking scale yeah. and work mm -hmm. your way all the goddamn way back up? <sighs> 
So <laughs> can I just speak some light language quickly? Do you mind? I just feel like it's coming through. So I see it as this is a soul's journey of evolution and growth. We are all on the same journey of evolution and growth, depending on where we are on that, on that um, level of evolution and growth. There's some of us who are like further along on that journey. We're a bit higher up on the, whatever, on the scale, if you want to call it that, but we all need to go through the same process of experiencing, like you said, everything that we are not to then experience everything that we are. So in some lifetime, some of us would have chosen to with a bigger, like, right. So I see time as they're taking me back to this to explain this first time is non-linear. We perceive time to be like past, present, future, right. But all potentiality, everything is happening in the now moment. So I'm literally still like, like I'm still in that lifetime as a draconian dickhead, right. Right now that as a part of myself, I can access because it's happening now. So it's almost like our soul, from our, our oversoul network, when we're planning all of our lifetimes and all of this shit, we see all of it. We see every single little piece of everything that we're going to be and how it's going to serve, right? So when I agreed to take on that lifetime, there was some awareness in me that was like, that lifetime is going to be the reason why I can now come here and remove all the grids that I put into the earth of slavery in, in this lifetime, right? So this actually, this lifetime, it was like this I literally like signed up and I was like, I'm going to be a fucking asshole. Lol jokes. Part of me is also not going to be an asshole because I'm doing this with the vision that in some future timeline, I now have all the technology to remove all this stuff. So in that lifetime, I was basically um, creating these grids of slavery in the earth and coding the earth for slavery and working on people's DNA and all sorts of things because of that. And this lifetime I've now dismantled a whole bunch of those grids. It was a huge mission for me with that technology and that knowing and that knowledge of exactly what I fucking did. I came back and dismantled that. So I had to be that to then be this, right? I had to choose the darkness in so many fucking lifetimes to then decide, hey, actually I've done that. <laughs> Hasn't served me. It's felt really shitty. It's been whatever it is. Maybe it was a good experience and I enjoyed it and I got off on the power or whatever that is. At some point, you're going to want to experience something different. The soul wants variety. It wants growth. You can't grow if you just choose to be a being of light all the time. Like where, where is the experience in that? You can't have compassion for someone who is a murderer or a rapist or someone who's evil in all, all those standards until you've been that, right? It was really interesting. I had this um, karmic contract with this soulmate of mine a, a year or two years ago, and I actually traveled across the fucking world to go be with him in Costa Rica in the middle of the pandemic, having not met him in person because there was such a deep, like, we need to like, there's some shit here. And he, um, we had this past lifetime where he was my dad in that lifetime and he heavily sexually assaulted me. There was some demonic satanic shit going on. It was really, really horrible. Lots of trauma that I was holding on to. But in this lifetime, he was sexually assaulted by his father and various other people. Right. And I, we used to have these conversations. We were there to clear all this stuff and various other things, bigger mission to do with those grids that I just mentioned. But I remember him, I was once asking him, I was like, at this point, I had a very narrow view and I was very unforgiving. And I was like, it's fucking disgusting that someone can do this to another human. It's fucking disgusting. It's like, oh, it's abhorrent. Like, I can't even imagine that you would do that. And the grace and the forgiveness and the wisdom that he had of like, I understand what would drive someone to do that because he had that within him. He'd done that. Right. So he'd forgiven himself and he'd be like, I don't actually hate the people who did this to me. I understand what it would have fucking taken them to do that, the trauma that they were carrying, the upbringing, the whatever it is. So to be able to have that humility and that understanding and that compassion 
we're only enabled that once we have been that and we've seen that within ourselves. Right. And so we can forgive that. And so the reason why, like I said, I was really like heavily attacked for, it still kind of goes on occasionally. I get attacked by really dark beings and humans, even humans as well, um, who don't like me here spreading my light. And it's never them that I'm afraid of. Like it's seeing myself in them. That was what I was so afraid of the parts of me who were evil or bad or whatever it was. And once I reclaimed that, and I could look at those parts of myself, then I could look at them and be like, hey, I fucking love you. I see you and I fucking love you. And I see that one little speck of good in you that you can't see it yet. But I know that, you know, this is your opportunity to evolve or whatever that is. And I, I, I pray that for you and I hope that for you and I have no animosity for you. And thank you for initiating me because without those people attacking me, I wouldn't have gotten really fucking good at defending myself. I wouldn't have learned discernment and sovereignty and all these things. And so I don't see it as... I'm a victim and they're the perpetuator, perpetrator, sorry. I see it as you've given me a great gift and a service. And so there's this, um, I think it's a story of like, I don't know if you've probably heard it, but it's so beautiful and I want to share it here. There's a story of the little soul in the sun and, and basically, and have you heard it? Yeah, but please share it, please. Yeah. So in this story, there's this little soul and he's experienced all these amazing things. And he goes, I really want to experience in this lifetime what it is to suffer. Right. And he said to his friend, Oh, I really want to experience what it is to suffer up in soul space when that seems like a really good fucking idea. <laughs> Been there. Right. Hey, I'm going to sign up for this shit. It's a great idea. Was I drunk when I signed that soul contract? Anyway, so he's like, I really want to like learn what it is to be in suffering. And his friend said to me, Okay, I will come down with you in this next lifetime and I will give you suffering. I will inflict suffering upon you. But I want you to remember in those moments when you're suffering that I'm doing this for you that you have asked for this, right? So then they go back down to earth. I'm not really sure what else happens because I don't remember the rest of the story. It's not relevant. But the point, I'm sure he was probably like, fuck you, man, I hate you. <laughs> but the point is like, they had that contract, right? Like they had that contract and the person that was doing the bad evil thing or was it that darkness had to play that role, right? So that other person could go through that experience and then learn to be more compassionate or whatever the fuck it was. So we don't know why our soul signs up to this shit, but it's almost like, there's a higher perspective. And even if you look at our humanity and all the things like people, when they start to awaken, get down these rabbit holes of like agendas and the dark agenda and reptilians, draconians and fucking the government and anti all of this stuff. Right. But if you can look at the higher perspective of that, they're playing a role in our ascension and our awakening. They're the reason why we've had this huge collective spark of consciousness and awakening because people are like, whoa, this is bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking controlled anymore. Right. I see you resonating and vibing with oh, that. Like, let's riff on that. Thank you. Yes. I've just <laughs> been saying this forever. I, I went on the, uh, the, the show Union of the Unwanted. Have you ever heard of that show? No. Okay, it's a super popular uh, conspiracy show, and what they do is they get some of the uh, top-notch, amazing alternative uh, research community together, and it's an honor to be invited to this thing. I've, I've been an honored to be invited to about six of them, and after my first one, uh, it was awesome. It shows sort of the change of times here. So, uh, like I said, it's a very incredible community, highly respected and revered, and again, honored. The... When I was on there the first time, I got invited, um, I think by, yeah, Sam Tripoli, I was on Zero, and then he invited me to um, uh, Union of the Unwanted. So I went on that, and it was awesome. We had a blast. 
and you know, I'm just quiet, new, new guy sitting there and just kind of feeling it out. And they're like, you know, and it, this was in 2021, like balls deep, like we're early in it. Okay. And it was right when I'd started my show, maybe five months into it. And so I was like, okay. And I'm like, Hey guys, what if, you know, it's all just sort of a psyop, but in a different way on a spiritual level, maybe if we zoom out, you know, and I'm sitting here giving him this, like, what if they're for our benefit? And this is all just a play. And that actually, uh, it's the thing motivating us to grow and expand. And then it was fucking crickets, dude. And so it was funny because I connected with a friend of mine, Jay Hennehan, and we've become just best friends. And he said on there, he goes, I had to connect with you because I had to find out who the fuck this guy was. He goes, dude, everyone was sitting there with this look on their face. Like, who the fuck is this guy? But what was funny is people were chiming in on it. There were some people there in that same conversation that started going, you know what? I like that point of view. I kind of can see. And that was the crack in the dam with, with some stuff, right? Cause it's so easy to get in it. And we've been in here, you and I've been through the process of waking up and getting scrubbed by all the fucking fear. And we sit there and say, Oh my God, look at everything going on. I have to tell everyone. Oh my God. And you get laser focused on what's wrong. And you get very, and, and well, I'll, I'll say this, you get laser focused on the fear element that's meant to wake you up here. And it's very, uh, it gets your attention because it's supposed to, it's supposed to shake you up to say, Hey, there's something bigger going on here. And this is your wake up call integrate and come, let me know when you're ready for the next step. Right. And then, you know, there's a process to that. And it took me 10 years to stop telling people what was going on and how to live their lives mm -hmm. and how wrong they were about, um, and ignorant they were and all that kind of shit. And so now I'm just to the, and I'm, thank God I'm to the point and so comfortable with this that I could, I'll talk to you about it and yeah, we're going to do that. But in my mind, whether the conversation goes there or not, I'm going to know it's from a higher place of that it's all here to serve us. And if we can, I all, you know, I do my best to put myself in positions where that, that point of view can be articulated, whether it's received or not, that's fine. But again, it's just like the union of the unwanted. You don't walk in there and just say, you know what, maybe all the conspiracy theories are for us and maybe it's all mm -hmm. for our benefit because it's a very new perspective, right? It's, it's something we've only been as a collective, I feel gifted within the last five years, maybe, maybe less. Yeah. That's this idea of that. It's all a play. And, you know, Dolores Cannon's been kind of peeking this stuff in, but it's really been in the, in the zeitgeist and the more collective mind lately, the more awake mind to something you said also, and I wanted to circle back to, and thank you so much for this, by the way, I'm just loving this. Uh, the idea that um, being here is sort of this uh, play, it's this test, and I love what you said about the we're everything. I'm sure you've heard the egg on uh, YouTube. It's the seven minute video. It just portrays that you're everything, right? Uh, this idea that um, this, um, this beautiful script being played out here. And I love what you said about zooming out to bigger lifetimes because there is a bigger perspective to this. It's so tricky for us to get caught up in this play because we're balls deep in it. And one of the greatest gifts you can be given here is to see that it's a play and to see that you're just an actor for a little while playing a play and that really even your awakened self is a player in this play that's still occurring, right? And so there, there is this connected level to source that we experience from our perspective, from folks that are waking up like you and I, right? Now, I think we all, per, all feel this, but the, the system here can squash it down and it's very noisy. So that can be squashed in some folks, but for folks like us where it's really dialed up, we get this scope of emotions here. We get the feeling of uh, helplessness that we still th see things being done on a human level that hurts our fucking soul, no matter how aware you are of it. Um, but on a higher level, you see it from that perspective. So it's, the, uh, it's really like a heart fuck, not a mind fuck. It's a heart yeah. fuck. It, and it's part of it, you know, and it's, it's fascinating and it's interesting and it's beautiful and it's fucked up and it's all those things, but it's part of the process. And so that's what we're here to experience. Now, uh, to another thing that you said, um, 
alignment. Let's let's continue on with this really quickly. So, what does alignment mean to you? Because people throw this word around all the time, like a bunch of shit. But alignment means something different to everyone. So, I want to hear your interpretation, please. I'm going to answer that question in one second. There's a heart fuck thing that I want to speak into. It's like as we awaken, <laughs> as we release all this conditioning and stuff and blah, 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 crack open, we not only feel the love and the joy and the connection and the expansion, we also feel the depth so much deeper. And so, yeah, it is really painful to actually see what's happening to humanity and feel that. But it's it takes a level of evolution and um I would say enlightenment to be able to detach from that sensation, like be with it and ex experience it. And yeah, it's fucking real and it's happening. It sucks. But how can I focus on creating something new? Right. And that's that level of detachment. And I also feel like a lot of people aren't ready to even receive this level that we were just talking about with like, the, it's all serving us. Some people are still in victimhood and that's okay. That's where they're at in their journey. And we can't point a finger and be like, you need to fucking like, you know, be different because that's not going to help them. Right. We just need to embody and hold that new energy and hold the path and they'll find us. Right. But we're not here to convince anyone of anything. And if people are in that dialogue still great, perfect. They're meant to be there. I was there. You were there. We were all there. It's a, it's serving, right. Even that is serving. So it's like, we need to respect other people's soul parts and missions and that there is a lot of hum humanity that maybe won't ever wake up. And that's perfect as well. That's where they're, they're at that. Maybe they're newer souls. Maybe they want to be in the, karmic stuff for whatever it is, whatever reason it is, that's their own journey. So when I speak about alignment, I speak about, am I, I'm trying to like describe it without the word aligned, but it's I know. really hard. I know. You, you, <laughs> no, you're I welcome to tune, do that. Yeah, am okay. I in tune nice. with and on the path of my soul's truth, right? And my soul's truth is not necessarily going to be someone else's soul's truth. So my alignment will not be your alignment. Maybe it will. As we're moving, what I'm seeing is that my alignment is your alignment when I then align myself with the larger truth, which is source, right? So there's different levels of alignment. For me, if I'm aligning myself or I'm um, lining myself up, to use a different way of saying it, with my soul's truth, I'm never fucking wrong because sometimes my soul's truth will take me on some journey, which is shit and it sucks. And I'm like, oh my God, I've gone backwards, but actually it's always led me to the next step, the next evolution. So as long as we're aligning with that and we're aligning with our heart, what feels good for me, what feels true to me, we cannot fuck up. And it's like, we can like, we can be afraid that we're going to hurt someone by honoring our truth. But as long as you're honoring your soul's truth, you're always serving. Like maybe you honoring your soul's truth is received by someone else as fucking uncomfortable and shitty and they're triggered, but they signed up to have that experience with you. So you not honoring your soul's truth and maybe playing the fucking bad guy in their eyes, which is not true, by the way, it's just a fucking illusion. It's their perception was exactly the experience that they needed to have. Right. So that soul's truth and that alignment is going to vary um, depending on different people. But if you can tune into what feels true to me, what lights me up, what feels fucking exciting, you're going to be connected with people who are also honoring that alignment. And then you're going to start to be connected to. And so for me, like the next step of this is like, let go of my soul's truth and my alignment. What's the biggest, largest, like God's truth or the, you know, that great plan for like everything. What is that? Because that like, so if you're playing in the level of soul alignment, things will come in really easily and you'll be magnetic and pull things in. When you're playing at the level of collective alignment of source alignment, miracles fucking happen. 
like like it's so easy shit like this job just falls on your lap people just show up like connections right and then you notice that the people that you're calling in are also operating at that level of they're not just serving themselves anymore they're serving their soul and they know that serving the whole like you said is serving their soul so they've even let go of this like what feels aligned for me on a soul level it's like where is the truth where is that frequency of truth and truth is something which is felt it is not something that is known or conceptualized and those who have been on this journey opening themselves up to feel truth will know truth because it feels like goosebumps it feels like body chills it feels like fuck yes in your body in your being there's just knowing it's just knowing right so when all that shit was going on in the world something in me was like nah just no, nah. like, this is not like, this is not the truth. This is not what's really happening. This is bullshit. I'm going to not even, and you know what? I didn't even get involved with any of that. I didn't Same. get involved with spreading out there. I was literally like my higher self was just like, bitch, do not engage. Just like, do not be higher than that. Don't even get involved in that. You're not here to be part of that. You're here to spread light right now. And that's all you need to focus on. Right. So that truth had me getting on a plane to go overseas, had me doing some things, you know, that, Actually, let's not go. This is a public forum, so we won't get into that. It might get me into some trouble. But like, you're doing welcome things. to speak how you speak yeah. to be clear. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you're not comfortable, of course, please don't. That people there'd be a lot of fear around, right? And we're pumped into fear, and this is what's going on in the news and all this bullshit. When you are aligned with truth, no one can fuck with you because you will become a human lie detector. I have people in my field trying to spin me some bullshit. Like it's why men sometimes find it hard to date me. Because I'm like, I, you're not getting past me with your bullshit. I am a fucking witch. I can see into you and I know what's not the truth, right? And there's also that moment of like when you meet someone and there's this fucking resonance. It's just true. You just know it in your body and you're like, oh, someone who gets it, right? Yep. And that's something that's felt and that's embodiment and that's frequency. And so we're moving into 5D and above and all of this stuff where it's frequency is the currency. Energy is the currency. The unspoken is the currency. Like you guys will be, I could sit here in silence for an hour and a half and you would be receiving from my fucking frequency. And that's not arrogance. That's me knowing that my frequency is what activates people. I call myself an activator. I'm not doing shit. I'm just being. And my frequency and the work that I've done on myself is what activates people, right? And so that truth is, it's felt. <laughs> and it's something that you can't fake and you can't lie. So as long as you're following like the breadcrumbs of the little like, oh, there's like a little like a spark here. There's a little spark of life here. Or there's a little bit of energy here, or excitement here. I don't know why, like honestly with my podcast, it was so crazy how I even started that. It was just like, I bought this microphone, right? To make music because I'm a musician. And then just one day randomly, I'd been doing a bunch of podcasts with other people and it just felt really good for me to just start talking. And I love talking. I could talk and fucking listen to myself talk all day, every day. I enjoy it thoroughly. And one day I just started like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make my own podcast. So I started channeling, like making a podcast. And then literally lo and behold, I spent this whole week just channeling like 10 episodes. They just came out of me and it was like, whoa, the energy behind it was huge. And then it was like, bam, bam, bam. Things started to accelerate because I followed that little joy of like going and buying a microphone, which seems so fucking dumb now. But it was that little step of like just a little, little step can change your whole fucking life. And that's what alignment is to me. That little ping of like, I saw your Instagram and I was like, this guy could think that I'm, I also have completely gotten over being rejected and I don't give a shit anymore. So like, it's great. That's part of what this journey does. But I was like, this guy could think that I'm so weird, just randomly reaching out to him and being like, Hey, I just feel like there's something here. Let's like this, my spidey senses are tingling. Let's go. But that's what following the truth does. And then you find people who are aligned. So yeah. Beautifully that's, that's, put. 
what I think alignment is. <laughs> Beautifully put. And you're absolutely right. And this is that feeling. It's a, it is alignment. And what's even more powerful to this is once you figure out that uh, what I discovered or remembered, I would say, uh, is, is that really it's all about alignment to your highest self. So really the past month, a little bit longer than that, I've been manifesting fuck all. I haven't needed to. Things have been, like you said, in such pure alignments that thinking of bringing more in has been the last thing on my mind for over for about a month now I have only been manifesting that my body is capable of embodying the energies that I am here to serve with that's it and that has been the pure focus of my mind of my meditations of my mantras of everything let me be the most powerful vessel that I can to embody the highest level that I can to move this thing forward and this is something I've been encouraging everyone to do if, if you've been stuck on manifestations or stuck in any capacity, if you feel the word stuck or stagnant or anything like that has existed in your paradigm when it comes to progression forward, stop all of it. Uh, shut it down and just focus. If you I never tell anyone what to do, first of all. Secondly, I'm suggesting that what worked for me when this occurred was for me to just sit within and just say, okay, where am I off in alignment? Where because obviously if I'm running around looking for something, it's not out here. Well, it's not out there to be found because I haven't manifested it yet. And the only reason it's not in my scope yet is because I haven't unlocked that level, right? When you're playing a video mm -hmm. game, let's say just for a metaphor, you start with like your fist and you've got to like punch your way through shit before you get like a hammer or something, right? And then you upgrade to a sword and then you get this big gun. But you need to go through the punching shit with a fist to see if you even want to progress to the next levels. Like it's not going to be easy because it's not for everyone. Let me let me clarify. It's for everyone, but not everybody is called to undertake what it really takes to do this. There are passengers and pilots here. And to really take the stick of your life and to really fly your own plane here is very challenging. You navigate weather by yourself. You know, I mean, we have other co-pilots here that are doing the same, but it is a treacherous journey. You're not sitting in the back where somebody else is flying, but you're also free as fuck. You also have the control over where you go, how fast you go, at what altitude you fly, who's on your plane with you, what music you listen to, if you could smoke or not, you know. Uh, there's there's all these metaphors for why it's important, why I found it to be the only damn way. But this is what's so beauty about alignment as well. Not everyone aligns to our calling. Not everyone, like you said, is meant to wake up, I think. And I agree with you. I, th I feel that it's, it's a set in this place experience. Now, there perhaps could be, and I never rule this out, this just sweeping awareness. And one thing that I that I really feel is making that such a strong impact is because like you said, there's no bullshit meter. Well, collectively we have no bullshit meter either. Ayahuasca did this for me. I can't bullshit myself, which was the big thing. I can't lie to myself. And so this was just impossible now after, after connecting with grandmother Ayahuasca and I'm grateful for it because this was the thing about alignment for me was his alignment with me. I, I knew that I needed, at some point in my journey, I finally figured out after 20 whatever years that I had to figure out my relationship with me. It wasn't going to be found out there. I needed to unlock the levels here. And then, yes, holy shit, it pops up. And we still have a lot to talk about on that. The, but this, this idea of being in alignment, again, I feel manifests outside. Like you said, it's, it's there. And you're absolutely right. And, and like you, I know you agree with this. It starts right here. It's when you figure yeah. your shit out. And it's also what I want to add to that is you are being initiated by your life's experience to hold your mission, right? 100%. And so like I talk about, I have these visions and a lot of people have had them 
for me and told me. And so I know that it's truth. I mean, who knows if it's the truth? It could be, anyway, it doesn't matter. I have visions of me doing these mass activations for like hundreds, thousands of people, right? I know that to be true. I know that to be my purpose and my mission here. Like Abraham Hicks style, fucking huge audiences of people. And I'm just channeling some shit. Dude, Amazing. I, I, I share this with you. I'm manifesting yeah. this with you. I know you only share yeah. manifestors, manifestations with people who amplify them and everyone in the audience right now and myself are amplifying this with you. We see this Thank for you. you. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I get frustrated sometimes, like I said, because I'm not fuck. Like, where is it? Like, where is it? But but it's I'm being prepared. Like the number of times my guides, my team have showed me the level of fucking being I need to be at to be able to command that energy, to be able to be this force of pure love. And so I see whenever I go through six months in the void of like not doing anything, of going through initiations, of purging, of clearing shit. Then I level the fuck up and the things just show up, right? Every because time. it's like I was not ready to hold the next level in my energy and my frequency. And so that embodiment, that being, like you said, that comes first. That new level comes first. And sometimes the work is sitting in the nothingness, sitting in the void, asking what's blocked, what's not here, right? And you will be initiated by your experience to be that new level. You will receive everything that that is, even if it takes you on a random fucking, I don't know why I'm taking this job, honestly. Something in me, deep in my soul, is like this is your next level you need to fucking do this maybe it's being in this woman's vortex maybe it's the initiations that i'll get through that mystery school whatever it is i don't know why but it's serving this mission somehow and i need to trust that this is what's showing up and this is what feels good and i don't fucking know how and i don't know when but it's gonna pay off and take me a step closer it's the same thing with like uh, like manifesting a soulmate say like i've been fucking calling in my man for god knows how long and he's just fucking out there fucking around swinging his dick no I'm kidding i'm sure he's <laughs> love you babe he uh, needs to but- hey i'll say this i'll say this with what you and i've talked about the man needs to be out there getting practice okay you know yeah, every totally. every time you're you're up leveling that dude's like god i gotta go do what with how yeah. many what okay <laughs> yeah. fine i've got to be in alignment with her she expects a lot yeah, you know yeah so like i joke about it but like at the start of my journey right I'd be like, I want to call in the one. I want to call in the one. And spirit would just keep bringing me these comics and these soulmates. Like I've had like 10 fucking heavily comic, beautiful soulmates. Every single time my heart cracks open more, I experience more love. And I'm like, wow, I can feel this with so many people. And it's not just this one person and I don't need to get attached. It's amazing. Right. But each one has been an initiation. And at the end, when I've had my heart broken and I'm sad and it's ended or whatever it is, I've noticed it gets me a step closer to the level of love that I desire to call in that inner union, that inner union, it's not the outer union. It's the inner union of loving my fucking self fully having my own masculine, my own feminine completely like that, that will get me at the frequency, which I feel like I'm there. Right. I'm literally just waiting for this dude to catch up now. So hurry up. But like at that level where that sovereign, beautiful, sacred partnership with the medicine man who's doing this work beside me, where that frequency aligns. And so we just drop into each other's existence. And I used to get pissed off and I'd be like, why have you sent me this other fucking guy who's just here to like bring up all my shit and it's painful and it sucks. And I get so triggered by it. And now the perception is when someone drops in and there's learning and, and it's, it's becoming less and less painful because I'm becoming less and less attached. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is an opportunity for me to grow and expand in love. Let's see where it goes. Um, I can actually just be grateful when they leave my life and grateful that we had that experience. And many of them are still in my life and we are friends now and we've been able to evolve our experience because I recognize that they've been initiating me into deeper love. They are soulmates. They are initiating me into what I desire. And maybe what I desire is so small. And maybe what God desires for me is to be love, 
not to have a fucking relationship. Like maybe that level of love is what I'm here for. And it's not about someone else. And I know that, of course it's not, maybe it's like, yes, it is. That's clear. It's about me being so much love that I don't need anyone else. And which is where I kind of feel like I am. If that happens or not, if this person I'm calling in comes, he is, I've met him. He's, he's going to show up anyway. It's fine. <laughs> if he comes in or not, it doesn't matter. Right. Cause I am love and I feel so fucking juicy and orgasmic and alive and connected in my own body. And my little girl feels so safe. And I have my masculine being like, let's get some shit done now and taking care of my feminine. Who's like all over the fucking place or really creative or whatever it is. But it's that inner union that I've been really seeking and that I've, that's what I've achieved. And like, we only desire things because of how they make us feel anyway. So if you can just feel that way, you just really like the attachment of manifestation comes of like, I need that to feel this. I need this man in my life to make me feel loved. Babe, you are love. Feel like you are love and then he'll come in first, right? So that's the manifestation hack as well. It's like, what are you gaining? What are you trying to gain from that thing that you're trying to pull in? Like, what is the frequency of it? What do you think it's going to bring you? How can you cultivate that frequency now in your life more? Or what's holding you back from cultivating more of that frequency? That's a shortcut. Do something else that's going to help you get there. I mean, that's pretty basic. The other thing which just dropped in and now I've forgotten what it was. So obviously it wasn't that important. Are you going to come back? No, it's that Buddhist thing of like, if you want, if you want love, be love. If you, yep. you know, chop wood, make wood. It's simple. Like, it's like, we're only wanting that experience because of how it, it makes us feel, but we can tune into those feelings and experiences without it. And also that's what it was. The other thing I've been praying for this year is letting go of my attachment of how it looks. Right. And asking for God source, my soul to bring me what would truly fulfill me on a soul level because so many of our ego desires, we think we want success or a partner or this or that, or a body, whatever it is, a lifestyle, because that's what will fulfill us. But what would truly fulfill us looks completely fucking different. Like me getting a job, <laughs> like me moving back to Australia to be around my family, which I never would have seen. Cause I'm this living this like freedom nomad lifestyle in Bali. And how cool am I guys? How fucking interesting and cool am I that I live this lifestyle? It's like, that is coming from ego. That is me trying to prove that I'm interesting and different when truly what I want is to like cuddle my mom and watch movies with her and like have her around to help me raise my kids and live in the fucking bush in Australia. Like I would never have seen that for myself, but that's what my soul desires. And you need to discern where are my egos coming from? I have a really great episode around this, by the way, guys, if you want to like learn this on my, on my podcast, the first episode is soul versus ego to help you discern this. Cause that's another reason why maybe your manifestation isn't coming. Cause there's something even fucking better for you. If you would let go and get in the stream, <laughs> like let go and let yourself be shown. Do you ride motorcycles? I have a scooter, not a motorcycle, but I do feel pretty badass on my NMAX scooter here. <laughs> That's fair. It's enough to continue the example. Okay. Uh, there, there's a uh, concept in motorcycles called counter steering. Now, it's incredibly counterintuitive. And what it basically, what it exactly entails is because there's no wheel in four, you know, uh, the wheels in front, the way that this works is whenever you go into a turn, one of the most efficient ways to take that turn is just to throw your weight into it and line your wheels up to where they're directly in line with one another and then you coast through, which means means that as you turn into something, you steer out of the turn, you counter steer. So if you're turning left, you push your left hand down and turn that wheel out, even though you're going that way. And then you drop your body, which is even more terrifying, right? So every turn is this unintuitive process until you get, you get it, you figure it out. You're like, oh shit, if I turn like this, it, it, that's why it exists. There's a smoother pace here. There, there is 
a greater amount of joy and enjoyment that I can get out of this if I don't fight things and I actually go against this natural programming, which is what's so fascinating about this place. And I love this. I'm sure you feel this way too, but it seems in my mind that this is all set up like this. Like you're supposed to feel like it's super fucked up, Yep. Uh, get yep. to this checkpoint and then move on from that and go, okay, nice job. Because again, the juxtaposition is what gives you the perspective so that you can really be of that maximum amount of service. It's fascinating to me, but folks like you and I that decide to choose counter steering in our measures here and we have faith in the process and we know that that asphalt hurts like hell when we fall and you do sometimes and you still get back up on that thing and you try it again like I'm so grateful for you I'm so grateful that you're out here counter steering with me because these ideas and manifestation like you said these whole concepts of you know doing the opposite of what you've been taught well that's the point and like you get to a point with this to where it's easy to do the opposite like what's interesting yeah. about conspiracies in my mind with that that was a huge red flag for me to just go oh just do the opposite of that got it like the more i figured it out the more i was like okay anything coming out of that box anything coming out of those representatives and it's it i was able to see the energy even at a young age i was able to go oh okay anything with this vibe right uh, just do the opposite of that and you'll be fine, you know? Uh, and I had another amazing Aussie, uh, several amazing Aussies on. I absolutely love y'all. And y'all are all so wonderful and independent. Like, you know, I say Texas is like the Australia of the United States, right? Uh, a lot of things here want to kill us too, but we have a lot of independence <laughs> and freedom. But uh, the the way that this is all playing out here is so beautiful. So let, let's talk about uh, the alignment that you found moving forward. I know the specific details aren't, but where, let's just say... How did you get to the point to where you could see it to where it it was something beneficial for you and not something that was so out of left field that it didn't make any sense to you? Yeah, it took like a, <laughs> it took many, many, many times of me kicking and screaming and resisting and trying to control and then seeing what would happen when I would do that and then letting go and then everything dropping in for me to be like, oh, fuck, this is, this is how it how it works. I had to decondition all of my slave codes of like, hardworking, overachieving, perfectionism, um, all the things that told me as a kid I needed to overperform all the fucking time. Like women, it's been fucking up women for so long of like we need to hustle and perform in this masculine culture, which is fucking up our bodies and our flows and our feminine essence, which I could go on for an hour. I'm not even going to start that because it's a whole other conversation. But I had to decondition all of this stuff and be like, what if I allowed it to be easy? What if like the first question for me was, I didn't believe in this stuff at the start, right? I stumbled across a law of attraction book and I was like, I don't believe in this shit, but you know, what if, what if this could be true? What if there was a benevolent loving universe who had my back and was going to help me? What if, and I just allowed myself to be like, what if, and then I allowed myself to start receiving those signs and guidance. And then I, it was a test to me. Like, like, can I follow the threads? Can I follow the threads and see where they guide me? And they took me quitting. Like I was fucking working in Melbourne, uh, in a film job. I just started my business. I broke up with my boyfriend, left my apartment of eight years. I left my whole life behind because I had this whim to move to Bali and pursue my business. Right. It was this. And I was like, what if I follow this? It's fucking terrifying. I'm being asked to jump off a cliff of everything that I've known and commit to this path. What if I followed it? It could go tits up, right? I could end up broke at my parents' house in Sydney wanting to kill myself, which I did at some point and it needed to happen. But what if it worked out, right? And so then following that, what if, what if, what if? And just following it with like mystery and like curiosity and like, I don't know where this is going to lead. Um, but it required me switching back to that old template so many times and then yes. having my ass handed to me. Like even yes. last week, I was like, I don't want to get a job, even though it was very clear and obvious from everything that was coming through because I'm a fucking channel that that was my next step. Um, 
but it's, it's been enough times now where it's like you learn this and you learn this and you learn this until it just becomes your way of being and that ease and that grace and that effortlessness just becomes who you are because you're just being, you stop doing and you just start being. And from that place of beingness of just soul alignment, <laughs> then it becomes obvious. It becomes obvious when to take action and do nothing. It becomes obvious that, okay, cool. I'm clearly in like a, an integration period, or I'm clearly in an up level, or I'm clearly, you know, right now my focus needs to be here because that's what will be showing up. And it just happens enough times that you just trust it. And now for me, like I still have my Greek dad still like, how can you trust and do this? This is crazy. And what, what makes you want to go over, over the world and fucking in the middle of a pandemic to Mexico where they have cartel and all this crazy shit. Right. Like, and he just doesn't understand how I live the way that I live, but it's the way that I live now. I'm like, I can't tell you why I'm being called to go there again in six months. I'm being called to go to Mexico and do a whole nother thing there. I was spent some time there last year. Um, I can't tell you why I just know. And so that's like, because I've tried and tested it so many times, it's only ever led to good things. Even when it's led to bad things that have led to growth, I still see that as that was still alignment. It was still alignment for me to end up broke in my parents' house after a year of trying to make my business work. And it didn't work because of the healing that took place there. Right. And then I was better for it. It was in alignment for me to be attacked and heavily drained and siphoned by these beings. When I joined that container wanting expansion, well, I did get my expansion. I got my sovereignty. I got my quantum mastery, all the things that I joined wanting to gain. I just didn't get it in the way that I thought that I would. <laughs> I got it in a much more like a hectic way, but that's okay. I still got what I needed. So it's that trust now. And that to me is truer than I should. I should do this. I should do that. I need to do this. I feel like I have to do this. It's like, what's that trust telling me? Like, what's that? Where's the energy, right? Where, where, where are the threads? What can I follow? Um, but that comes from practice and experience. So you, you're not naturally good at this at the start. Surrender is fucking hard, particularly for someone like me who, because I suffered a lot of trauma and abuse in my childhood, I felt like I needed to control everything all the time. So I was safe. Right. Um, and when I healed all that stuff, now it's like surrendering is literally the only thing that I can do. Like whenever I'm feeling anything, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking hand it over and surrender and trust that I'm being taken care of. Trust that there is a benevolent loving creator who has my back. My soul has my back. There's a reason, right? What is the gift in this? That's my question all the time. Even when things are shitty, what is the medicine? What is the gift? How is this perfect? How is this serving me? And that was what I kept asking myself in those six, 12 months when I was really, really badly in the depths of like pain and suffering. How is this serving me? How is this serving me to evolve? What is the gift? What is the medicine? Even though it's so shitty right now, there's something in this which is serving me to get where I need to be. Literally everything is leading you to your desires granted they're soul aligned, your soul aligned desires and what's for you. If you have a desire, and I want to say as well, if you have a desire for something, if you have a vision for your life, like me speaking on a stage or you, you know, whatever it is for a soulmate, for a thing, it's because you're meant to fucking have that, right? A soul desire, not an ego desire. So learn to discern the difference. If there is something that is truly in your heart to have, it's because you're meant to fucking have it, which means it's yours. You'll go, you'll be led there. All you need to do is let yourself be led there, right? And that might be the initiations. Yeah. That's it. It's just surrender. You've nailed it with this. This, again, took me so fucking long to figure out. And now that I'm here, mm -hmm. I know that it's just another step to another great awareness, which is beautiful. So I, I greet this with 
uh, joy and absolute abundance and I'm absolutely worthy and deserving of it and all that great shit. But I also am very aware that, uh, you know, we still are in this 3D place. We still have a lot of work to do and that there are still going to be the things that come up to challenge us because we're still beings of growth and we're on an accelerated mission of growth. I feel we've really passed a uh, precipice. I've, I've uh, used the metaphor lately of a carabiner, like if you're climbing a mountain, you know, and there's those little click-in points along the way. When between those two click-in points, uh, you know, there's a treacherous climb that can be had. And you can fall a great distance. You can get hurt, you know, and it's really rocky. It's scary. Your hands are sweating, all that good shit. My hands are sweating actually just thinking about climbing a mountain, to be honest with you. Uh, but then uh, you get to this point, you clip your, your little carabiner in there, and you can relax. You can just go, oh, Fuck me dead. We that was a, a kick in the dick. But look, you know, we're not going to fall this far back and look how far we've come. And then you look over and you go, oh, my God, look at the view. And you go, oh, my God, Beck's here, too. Holy shit. It's good to see you again. Oh, my God. I knew we'd meet up at this place. And, and it's this feeling of just like surrender into it for sure. But it took this clipping of the carabiner and this real like treacherous. Like you said, I love God the way you articulated. That was beautiful. Thank you, everyone, for for that. Uh, the, the ability for you to articulate how you kept going back to the template. And this is something that's like, it, there's so much nuance to this. And this is why it's so funny, I guess, from where I'm at now. And again, no guru, no, pers like, I don't consider myself e exceptional in that level. Like uh, I have the right to just call myself that I know what I'm doing or anything like that. What I mean to say is it's just fascinating when you get to this point, you can see what everyone means by going like, here's where you need to start. And then they have like this smile, Right. Because they see that they can't tell you what it's going to really be like. They can't, you can't articulate this shit. Now we're getting a lot better. And I will say one of the things that's really empowered this, I'm not going to call it movement. I'm going to say that's emerged this force from where it's been, uh, which has been an observer mode, which has been fine because it's allowed what needed to play to play to build us to the strength we are to rise to where we are now, just the way I see it. It, it feels like this just detachment from the idea of, okay, this is the way it should go, is the ultimate release with this thing. But again, it's this moment of just like, okay, we've come to this incredible place with these examples of human beings around us, that we'll, human beings in air quotes, we'll say, and the, of how to live their lives and all of that. Now, what's so fascinating about this is that the content, the people coming out, the force that is emerging right now, why it is so powerful is because it's so fucking real. People are getting to really see what it's like. Like, I've cried on shows before. I have no compunction about holding it in. Uh, I had a dog that we put down. I cried for five days. I've never, it unlocked something in me. And I've just been an emotional being. Today, I happy cried on the floor for like 10 minutes, just crying my eyes out, but with joy and elation. And there's this authenticity that is in each one of us that we can't ignore. And there's no, like you said, uh, you said something earlier about n not being concerned about the way it looks. There's a lot of folks just shit all in their background, like just fucking whatever and just makeup fucked. Like nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares what the package is. It's the feeling. And this is something that's been so evident in TikTok, which is why it's been so fucking demonized is because it is the place that's showing the most authentic people getting these massive amounts of folks woken up and to get to see new perspectives, which is what this is all about, right? So to connect with folks in that way, but the authenticity is what's so pure and genuine because we are able to sort of articulate a little bit. Again, when I'm sitting there, you know, crying at a past life regression because I was homeless and just took care of animals, I'm just bawling, you know, that's real. That's what this process is like. And some folks, you know, men, whatever, if you feel like you need permission to be human, 
then you've got it. You know, um, the, again, that's all the program and that's all that shit, right? That's, that's nonsense. But what we're all doing out here is living authentically. And if it's appealing to you, then it's appealing to you. If it's not, then no big deal. Maybe you guys will figure it out at some point, but we're grateful for y'all hanging out and playing that side of it so that we have a vantage point to view ourselves from, right? It's just this incredible interweaving and it's absolutely beautiful. And especially with everything waking up right now. So if you don't mind, I'd like to just kind of share what my news is. Um, I just want to announce this on the show here. So um, I was greeted on the 26th, and I've actually talked about this. Uh, December 26th, I felt a massive shift in me. I felt that the work that I'd been doing and the deconstruction job, not the construction job, because that's what I did there the whole time, <laughs> is deconstruct my subconscious. Um, that really had gotten me to a point with my thought ninja, with all the work, with coming back from these very dark thoughts. Um, with all of that stuff. And I've got to a point to where I was like, okay, uh, I'm here in full surrender. And I reached that point that you did December 26th. I remember this uh, because it was very important. I woke up that morning completely different. I am a new me. I am the highest version of me that I could embody at that time. And it's happened one more time since then. And I want to say the DMT was another one. So I'm going to say two. Um, there's been some massive, massive, massive embodiments of new me's that have come in. And the biggest thing again with this, it's just been able to hold the energy and which has been amazingly uh, challenging because what I, from my perspective, the universe kind of throws shit at you and it's like, all right, here you go. And you have like this plate, let's say, and you're like, okay, I got it. And it destabilizes the balance you had. And you're like, oh, uh, uh, and you drop some things, but the things that fell off were shit that you didn't want anyway. It was like just old shit on there. Right. And so you inc incorporate this new stuff and then you integrate and then you alchemize and you say, okay, what do I have here? How is this now, you know, and they throw you a box of fucking mystery, you know, it's like a goddamn question marks on it and shit and written in metaphor and rhyme and stuff. And you're supposed to decipher it and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, and so it's, it's like these integration times that you go through with this thing and you're just like, what? And again, you, you can't explain it. The authenticity of folks coming out now, the rawness and the purity in what we are experiencing and what we're, we're able to express that we're experiencing through the medium, such as the times we live in, the gear, you know, this microphone, the podcast, the available connectivity, all of it's so fucking necessary. It's so right now. And it's, it's been one of these insane things, again, that these just little level ups that keep occurring. Now, when this thing occurred on the 26th, I felt fucking different. I am a new me. I woke up uh, and had a meeting scheduled that afternoon with a friend of mine, Mira Taylor, and Mira was introducing me to a group called the Phi Tribe. And she just sent me a text, hey, I've got this awesome group that I've um, started talking to. They're amazing. I want to introduce you. They're great. You know, have them on the show, all that. Absolutely. Let's do it. Mira, I love you. Uh, shout out. So we had a conversation that day, by the way. That was when the meeting was booked. It was on the 20. Um, the 29th there. And so I go through this incredible shake. I'm in this new body. I have this meeting. This thing was insane alignment from the beginning. And it was just this instant feeling, this instant, oh my God. What was so cool about it is uh, Ford and the Fire Tribe, and I'll get to them in a moment. But before we even sat down to have that meeting, uh, Ford found Mira through Dave Zed. Now, Dave Zed, brother of mine, um, he runs uh, Generation Zed podcast. We'd uh, love to get you on our bonus show too. We'll talk about that. We'll get that done. Uh, and I brought Mira over for a conversation with him and I called it like intellectual troublemakers because it's like this mind fuck of just these holy shit concepts, right? So me, uh, Mira and Dave were having this awesome conversation. Uh, Ford happened to view that, connected with Mira very strongly, reached out to Mira, um, started working with her on a professional and personal level, then uh, just happened to mention everything going on with their fire tribe and what they've been doing and the background and all that. And then Mira said, hey, I know this dude that can help you out. Um, his name's Brandon. He's super cool, whatever. 
we get on the meeting. As soon as my camera popped up and he saw my background and me and everything, Ford was like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, hi, how's it going? And, and they were like, I love your show. Like, we've been listening to you. I'm a big fucking fan. Holy hi. shit. I didn't know it was you. And Mira was just smiling. And because she knew, right? And so there's this instant, just overwhelming alignment, right? Now, it turns out that they're just this incredible, incredible batch of folks. They're in pure alignment. It's one of the most amazing things. And y'all hear me elaborate on them a little bit more. And thank you, Beck, for letting me uh, use your time here to speak about this. No, it's great. <laughs> uh, so then um, we connected there. I uh, started doing just some uh, TikTok stuff for them, expanding their reach a little bit. They've they've nailed uh, uh, YouTube. Like when I met them in December, they were at 80,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. So they were just crushing. And I was just like, so what do you want me to do now? And they were like, well, YouTube's what we do. And we, you know, what do we know? And so I just think of things differently. And there's so many awesome stuff that uh, is happening with that, which is wonderful. And so, again, the alignment continues. I uh, just sort of uh, threw some stuff out, had some things I was working on. Last, uh, two weeks ago, they called and said, hey, um, we've had somebody that's been doing marketing for us and stuff like this. It hadn't been really working out in our um our third member, Jeff, is very interested in investing in someone new uh, to come on and, and do some work with us. So uh, we would actually like to fly you out to Atlanta to meet with you. And so I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this thing, you know. But then again, like full surrender. Like, I don't know these fucking people. I'm here to do a podcast. I don't, I'm not a social media <laughs> manager, you know. And I'm, I mean, yeah, I've got a guitar hanging over there. But I was like a long time ago, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, uh, I'd love to come see you. So we, f I flew out there on St. Patrick's Day. Um, flew out there, landed, they picked me up from the airport, Ford and Mike, uh, just huge hugs all around. Amazing. I love the style in Atlanta, by the way. I just have to compliment everyone out there for the way that mm -hmm. they dress. Mike hopped out of this, uh, Ford's vehicle with like just this amazing shirt with these geometric patterns on it, matching, dialed up style. I love it. Uh, so they meet me for the, at the airport. We go have lunch. It was amazing. We go then to the studio, which is Ford's house, which is incredible. It's just like this beautiful place in Atlanta. Like the everything's in bloom and spring right now and stuff. So it was just gorgeous. He has this incredible dog, Atlas. So right away, dog, amazing. I'm just in love. And uh, we just have an awesome conversation. Uh, they drop me off the four-star hotel that they booked for me to stay in. Uh, then we go to dinner that night at this incredible Mediterranean place and just had this amazing conversation with Jeff and Lisa, uh, Ford and Mike as well. So now we're all together hanging out. We then go back to Ford's house after the, just this incredible dinner. And uh, we're, we're there in the studio hanging out in the living room and stuff like this. And then they were like, hey, do you, uh, have you ever done DMT? And I was like, actually, no. And I've been manifesting the fuck out of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would love to take you up on that. So that alone was another conversation we're going to have along, along with your feminist rant that we will absolutely partake upon here. Uh, then, um, so that was a whole nother thing. Then again, uh, so Saturday, amazing day. We do a live that day. So we spent the whole day out, out back at Ford's just fucking smoking, dude, just hanging out, sun, gorgeous, um, just getting to know each other, getting to know the philosophies, getting to know what each other was about and all of that. And we're just really, really connecting and just finding out how much we had in common. Like the synchronicities just continued to flow constantly. Saturday uh, that evening, they were like, hey, let's do a live on YouTube. And I was like, sure, let's do it. So we hop on this live. It was cute, too, because we were smoking um, blunts, but we were attempting to be incognito. I don't know. We were very, very high. And we were attempting to not do this on the sly, but we're, like, passing it in front of the camera and shit, like, the whole time thinking we're, we're being smooth. Anyway, it's a fun live. It's I'm going to link all this, uh, their channel down in the show notes, and I'll link that live directly, actually, so you guys can just go check that out. Uh, they announced that they want me to take over their management um, position for the Phi Tribe. So... 
you know, they were in town. I'm doing DMT for the first time. I'm in a four-star hotel hanging out with these fucking rock stars, by the way. Like Ford's um, uh, uh, resume is insane. Worked with uh, Michael Jackson, like Mick Jagger, uh, Seal, like all these insanely amazing people, like 35 million downloads, uh, fi uh, or uh, 35 million records, a billion streams, like this insane uh, president of three record labels, like gold records all over the wall in this place and just this incredible vibe and pure alignment. It is, they are here to help folks. They are here to benefit everyone. And if it wasn't something that I was so fucking passionate about, I would not have committed to it. And so now I am. Now, the, for you, the listener, this is not affecting expanding reality at all. Actually, it enhances it because something back to what you said earlier was everything right now is so in alignment. We're not giving something up to participate in higher higher levels of experience here. What I have found with this is it's yes and. It's, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have you on and you, I'd love to introduce you to this whole fucking tribe of people I've got, right? I, I'd love to, you know, have you be a part of this and I know, you know, all this other shit too and how it all connects. So there's no sacrifice here. We've already done what I feel where we are now, where I'm at now is who I will speak for. I have done this, the bulk of the sacrificing. I've reinvented myself from the inside out. I've destroyed every cell of mine and eaten my way out of that fucking cocoon. That caterpillar turns into soup in that thing, by the way. So <laughs> like, that's what I've gone through in this metamorphosis of coming out. Now you still have some winds that you're gonna encounter as a butterfly, right? And you're still gonna have rain and shit. So I, I'm not delusioned to that it's over and it's all hunky-dory, but there is a fucking hunky-dory element to this that I, I cannot deny that this is a big, big, big shift and for all of us. And like you said, uh, the collective now is a massive level up. So to everyone out there, congratulations. And I must say this as well. Uh, yes, this is cool opportunity from what could perceived on the outside as a cool thing for me. But I have been under the long time uh, philosophy that what's good for me is good for we. And so by mm. saying yes to this opportunity, which is French, we, then we all move forward. And so this is how um, I feel about it. Uh, it's unequivocal. There, there are so many aligned things here, and this only benefits everyone, everyone. It, it's the most incredible season I've ever experienced. It's just pure, 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 pure. I love that. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm yeah, excited for everyone. Everyone, your it's thing that, is amazing, the by the way. We, I'm so the excited. we, the French we, I love that. That's so cool because it is like, it's that recognition of, in serving the whole, you're serving yourself. In serving yourself, you're serving the whole. And like, it gets to be so much fucking bigger and more magical than you could ever possibly imagine. Um, I don't actually have a, lot, a whole lot. I, I can't believe it for the first time in my life. I've like run out of things to say on that topic, but I do feel like that's what we're moving into. And it's collective. Nope. She's still got more to say. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, uh, guys, you're going to get sitting here. Um, we are moving into like a shared unity consciousness, right? Which is that acknowledgement of it's tantric really is what it is. It's that yeah. oneness. It's yeah. that you are in me. I'm in you. I'm in the trees. I'm in the water. It's all fucking orgasmic and amazing and painful, which is also orgasmic and amazing, but it's that unity consciousness, which we're moving into. So if, if you've taken nothing away from this episode, other than this, like, please know, as long as you're asking, how can I serve? not just myself, but the collective, because it doesn't mean being like a fucking martyr and sacrificing yourself as well. Like we get to have yes. cool shit. The yes. Yeah. This is one of the biggest apprehensions of this shit. Thank you for saying it. It's a psyop yeah. value exchange, guys. Y'all know me on this. Uh, it's bullshit. We are all meant to thrive here yeah. and there's plenty, plenty. 
Yeah. So as long as you're um, yeah, asking, how can I serve? How can I be of service? How can I use my gifts to serve in a way that feels fucking effortless and easy and fun and exciting and like, oh my God, I'm so excited that this gets to be my life. Just wait and let like even crazier, more aligned, more amazing shit show up. Now I do actually genuinely feel like I'm done because the energy that's moved through this has been very big. And I'm like, oh, it's been a very big day. And yesterday, oh my God, I also want to say, like, I don't know when this will be released, but we've just had a new moon and equinox, um, fucking this big shift into Aries and Pluto, all of this crazy astrology. March has been one of the biggest astrological months I've come across. And in Bali, they do this thing called Nyepi, which is a festival of silence or a day of silence where they literally like you have to be in your house, no lights, no ele- like electricity. Yes. But like it's a day of prayer and silence. And we just had that yesterday, which is huge energy because they do this huge purification, send all these bad spirits away. So I'm a bit like oh, today might have a little a little sleep. But yeah, it's it, it to align with the equinox and to align with the new moon and fucking Aries and on zero degrees in Aries and, and to align with um just like all these crazy different stellions and things that we're having. It's just like March is really, really intense energy. It's now towards the end of March. So if you've made it through March, congratulations. It's been big, um, really big, but it's also been about that's okay. Cool. Thank you for that final piece. I appreciate you. I had a woman coming on my podcast. Who's a, I'm not an astrology expert. I definitely feel what's going on astrologically, and then I look it up and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I feel what's happening. I know that it's true because I feel it. And then I look up the specific things that are going on, the aspects and the things. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much fucking sense. The energy that I felt for March is we're moving into Aries, obviously. And Aries is a pioneer. Um, it's that spark. It's that that masculine energy. But we're being asked to serve the whole now. Like, how can I contribute to the whole? Like, literally, she goes in in this episode and unpacks all of this, but like in so much depth of all the different astrological astrological elements that contribute to this. But literally we have been in this huge shift astrologically as well of all of these things that are about you from an identity level serving the whole. And where do I fit into this whole thing? And where does my path fit into this? And how can I serve deeper? So that's collectively kind of like what we're in. So it's really beautiful that all this, these little bits and pieces of alignment are coming in because that's very much the energy this year. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite intense. I was up all night last night, just like, Ugh. um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolute same. I've been buzzing, like just <laughs> overfilling my cup just here. Please mm. take some of this energy. Like, can, can I just, you know, here, just take it. And it's been amazing. And I'm here for it though. Like you, we're embodying it. We're here for it. But same thing. We're, we're still attached to this vessel. We still take our cues and our rest when we need it. And yeah, major things happening. Like I said, this is the season, everyone. So, uh, if you were questioning, you're like, uh, is it go time yet or not? It's go time. So <laughs> it's fucking go time. It's Hurry fucking up. go time. No, I'm kidding. Take your time in alignment, in your own truth and alignment. In <laughs> Flow, no right, right. But if you're in flow to uh, get it going there, then fucking get it going, right? Mm-hmm. Beck Mylonis, uh, all the ways to find you located down in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, first of many, and you know this, sister, you know, uh, you're always welcome back. And this was a phenomenal, phenomenal conversation, transmission, activation. I can't thank you enough for this. This has been truly a gift. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope that this serves. I know that it serves. Correct myself. I know that it serves. You don't have to take the queef sound out. I know that it serves. <laughs> I think you need to play it just once. Just once just for context. All right. So, look, uh, I have this new board that I got, this sound effect. We were playing with it earlier. And I have a thing. I'm, I'm huge. Y'all know me about my NLP, my neurolinguistic programming. And if anybody starts talking shit about themselves, I just have this thing in me. It hurts my heart. 
And so I put a sound effect on the board so that if anybody uh, rails on themselves there, then they get a big fad, which is a queef. <laughs> to send that on a so very you get Yeah, so like if you talk shit about yourself on this show from here on out, everyone, uh, then you get the uh, queef of self-deprecation. There it is, yeah. And I have another one that's ramped up that's even worse uh, for you <laughs> that we'll, I'm sure, unveil at some point. <laughs> Beck, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Just want to take a moment here and thank Beck Milonis for coming by and just being yourself. That was outstanding. Thank you so much, Beck. We have so much more to look forward to here, darling. Uh, her website and Cracked Open, her podcast, all the other ways to find her located down below in the show notes. You guys know how this works. And thank you for being so cool about all that, by the way. People love hearing from you. Uh, if I don't mention that, that they love, they write in and they say, oh, my God, these people reached out just to say that they... Uh, enjoyed our conversation on your show and you have no idea uh, what that um, does for all of us by the way it's so sweet for me to get those messages but also think of what it does for that guest that comes on we're introducing you her to you as our new audience here uh, and uh, it just makes everyone feel so cool and welcome so always feel free guys to, to do that if that has not been articulated these people are not out of reach I guess is the point that I really want to make here we're all connected we're all in this together so all of that, uh, ways to connect with her there are located down in the show notes, so take advantage of that again if you're compelled, uh, as well as all of our resource links. Those can be found down there as well. Now, while you're down there in the very same show note description area down there, whatever, uh, you can find our website, expandingrealitypodcast.com. Now, that is our mothership. That's where everything is. I think I said shit. That is our mothership. There it is. Uh, everything is located there. That is uh, how you can sign up to become an expansive insider, and you can actually borrow that content for the weekend with a mild value exchange investment there rather than signing up for a full committed month, which you're going to want to do. There's so many dope things going on over there. We're starting to do these hangs where I send you a Zoom link, and we just hang out together with a bunch of friends from the show and authors and other expansive insiders, and it's a community. So again, these people are not unreachable. Just come hang out with us. Uh, all that, again, uh, located in the show notes, guys, and thank you all for your support of the mission. This has just been amazing, and it continues to do so, and thank you all for being here with us right now. So go out into this incredibly amazing place, guys, whatever the hell this thing is. We're working on figuring that out, and I don't know if we ever will, and that's okay by me. I'm having fun exploring the, uh, the questions here. So go out into this beautiful place if we ever decide what it is or not. Um, and just be nice to everybody you come across. You know, pick up a piece of litter. Uh, go out of your way to open a door for someone. Like, it's silly, the, the little things like that that just, I don't know, make people smile. And then that's the other thing. Just smile at folks, you know. Everybody's out here awesome. We're all just walking each other home. So enjoy us. We're all out here to integrate with each other and interact. Now, also, while you're out there doing that and just crushing it at life in general, uh, buy somebody in line a coffee or a meal, something like that, something small. Same same effect. It just sends an awesome ripple wave out. Uh, as well, while you're out there traversing the lands of this via vehicle, please get out of the left-hand lane. you got somebody behind you wanting to pass. And as always, above all and anything else, go out into this incredibly magical and mysterious place, whatever the fuck this thing is, guys, and you'll just be good to one another. Thank you so much for watching, listening, engaging, and just being the biggest badass sweethearts ever. We'll see you next time. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.